Hey, real quick, this episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello, hello, and welcome to the New Mindset Who Dis podcast. My name is Case Kenny at Case.Kenny on Instagram, and this is my weekly podcast where I create short, no BS episodes dedicated to helping you be the person you're meant to be, leave your comfort zone, and live a fulfilling and purposeful life. Let's go. Welcome to episode 48. And I know that I say that every episode is going to be fun, but I mean it for real for this episode, episode 48. And that's because if you follow me on Instagram at Kenny, you'll see that last night I did a post and asked everyone to roast me in the comments of that post to just burn me. And uh, (laughs) you all did uh, a lot. Got over 200 excellent roasts. Uh, And I did that on purpose because I wanted to do an episode on the podcast on what to do with critics and how to react to negative feedback in life. Because I think this is something that everyone deals with, you know, and coming out of last night and just in general, I have some thoughts on how to deal with this and most of all, how to not take things so personally. So if you find yourself taking everything very seriously and, and personally, I think you'll get a lot out of this episode. Uh, you know, I kind of became a, a punching bag last night for this, so so I can come up with some some helpful ideas. So I think you'll get a lot out of it. Now, before I get into the episode, uh, there this is a first right now for New Mindset Who Dis, and that is a sponsor. Now, before you're like, oh boy, here comes Case, ready to promote you know, teeth whitening kits, herbal teas and credit cards and and the like, you know, I will say that I am very, very, very protective of the podcast and will not promote something that doesn't make sense. And you can hold me accountable for that. Please do. You know, I promote certain brands for the obvious reason that it keeps the lights on, allows me to keep doing this and make a living from it. But more so, the brands that I do promote are ones that I'm confident are actually helpful for you, ones that you could actually use and add value in your life. And I'm very adamant about that. So with that being said, today's sponsor is In Defense of Paper. In Defense of Paper is is a company that that creates really high quality journals sourced and manufactured in the U.S. Um, And their journals just encourage you to take a break from your computer screens, your phone, and just get creative. 
um, with a journal that will last. It's really high quality. Um, and I think their journal just go to show that, you know, writing in a journal still has a place in the digital world. I have mine right here, right next to me. I used it to outline some of this episode. And I'm all about writing things down. I said that before. And their journals are over 200 pages, really high quality paper, sourced, bonded, handcrafted, all in the U.S. And it looks really cool. It's stylish. It's got a cloth cover, an exposed spine, and it lays really flat, which is great. It won't fight against you. And I really like mine. So you can visit indefenseofpaper.com and use the promo code CASE and you'll get 10% off your order. That's indefenseofpaper.com and you use code CASE for 10% off. So let's get into it. Like I said, this was an interesting episode to put together. Really interesting. Uh, you know, I, like I said, I invited my Instagram followers last night to roast me in the comments of a post to just make fun of me, to criticize me, to just wreck me in whatever way they saw fit. And I caveated to them that no one would hurt my feelings and that it would all be constructive. <laughs> so it was very interesting. Obviously, I did it on purpose. And kind of my initial intent was to get people to roast me. And then I would turn around and do a pretty simple episode on why we need to have thick skin, why we need to brush the haters off. Well, after doing this, I've tweaked my idea a little bit, and I'll tell you why in the episode. But first, I'll outline some of the, the best roasts so you can get the context here. Uh, and if you're not following me on Instagram, that's cool. Um, or if you don't know that much about me or how I look necessarily or dress or act or anything like that, these might not make that much sense to you, but I think you could still appreciate a good burn. Uh, and most of the roasts were what I expected, kind of funny surface-level jokes that poked fun at, at about things that I do or wear, that, things that I already probably poked fun at myself about, um, and then kind of a compliment, like, oh, just kidding, man, I love your stuff or I love your podcast. You know, uh, you know, some of my favorites, there were a bunch about me skipping leg day at the gym, which is funny. Uh, one said, stop skipping leg day. One said, case, do gyms at the leg, man. Uh, he goes, Case's arms are so big, probably from lifting his phone all day, taking selfies. Uh, he says, Case, you're a cool guy, but man, a good leg day. You really need that. Uh, there were a bunch of my clothing, how I dress. And one person said, your page looks like a wannabe model blog. One person said, you're 30, but you still walk around with those ripped-ass jeans. Someone asked if I found my clothes thrown out in a dark alleyway. Someone said, I look like I shoplifted my outfit from the teenager section at Kohl's. And someone said, I, I look like I wear too much cheap cologne and I shop at Kohl's. I don't know what the dig on Kohl's is. Um, one, there was a bunch about how I just looked weird. <laughs> someone said, my face is the male equivalent of the I want to speak to a manager haircut. That's a good one. Someone said, for the love of God, can we get another Instagram pose besides the staring into the distance with mouth open pose? Someone said, you have bad hair. <laughs> Someone called me, oh, I like this one. Someone called me a bargain bin Captain American looking ass. <laughs> That's a good one. Someone said, pretty straightforward, you look like a fuckboy. So those are all funny. Got a good laugh out of them. Then there were some other ones, you know. One, there was a bunch that were like, you need to stop being so obsessed with yourself. Someone says, your humble brags kill the confident big dick energy vibe. Someone said, stop talking about how much money you make. Stop talking about your ex. Someone said, pursuit was corny and uninspired. There was one that said, the honest truth, you are unoriginal. And then someone said that the podcast were brotastic advice, just dumbed down. Sounded like I was trying to give advice to Chad, the ex-quarterback. Anyway, there's a bunch in there. But you get the point. I think it's important to, to give context to this. And I'd say, again, for the most point, all these, these roasts were obviously taken in good fun. After all, I literally asked for it. Like, literally asked for it. But then again, there were some that made me pause and think a bit about them. You know, think about them in my current context right now, 2018. Think about them 
now versus how I would have reacted to them, you know, call it three or five years ago. And from that little practice of being introspective for a second, I was pretty surprised to realize some things about myself that I think will be helpful for you as well. So, kind of in writing an outline for this, I took three lessons from this exercise and I think they'll help you. And whether I think they'll help you whether or not you're trying to be influential and have your voice heard by millions or anything like that, a blogger, YouTuber, uh, just content person, or whether you just want to be more centered and confident in yourself. I think you'll, you'll, you'll get something out of this. So, my takeaways are as follows. First, I think you should stop taking everything so personally. Second, I think you should crave some criticism. It's a good thing. It's the only way to grow. That sounds cliche, but I'll build on that in a bit. And third, I think you should stop taking everything so seriously. That's a big one for me. So let me break these down. Because again, I think once you realize some of the things that that I've been, you know, fortunate enough to realize myself, your your happiness will be more consistent. You won't let some Goomba's offhand criticism throw you like it might now. And Goomba's a funny word to me. Also, someone someone called me that in the comments last night. Someone also said that my vocabulary sucked. So maybe I need to get a thesaurus or something like that. But anyway, so first, I think you should stop taking everything so personally. And I'll probably spend most of my time on this point because I think it really is the most important thing to realize. And I think it'll really kind of change your mindset completely if you've if you come to realize what I've realized. You know, criticism of of any kind in my life, whether it was my friends just jabbing or something more official like feedback from work or critique of my content, that used to be like devastating to me. Like it really, really, really bothered me. And that's because I took it personally. I felt that criticism of any kind was just a hit on my character, on who I was, on everything about me. You know, I felt that criticism meant that all those people who I was so desperately trying to please meant that they hated me. They thought I was worthless. You know, that, that you might be like, okay, Case, but th- that sounds like an exaggeration. But I, but I seriously used to think that way. You know, any criticism really bothered me and it would stick with me. It would just put me in the worst mood. It would just destroy my confidence. It would stick with me and it would just kind of put me in a funk that would take me a while to, to shake off. And again, in retrospect, that was, I think, literally for the, the sole reason that happened was because I took everything so freaking personally. You know, someone would say that my form at the gym needed work or that I said a word weird or whatever. And instead of accepting that for what it was, just simple criticism of something silly, I would take it as a hit that Case Kenny wasn't good enough, that I wasn't what pleasing to others, that I was less, any, any negative adjective there. But I've come to obviously realize that this is just plain silly. And I, you know, I came to realize that because I took a step back and I asked myself, you know, am I hurt by this comment because I value that person's opinion so much or because I don't value my own opinion of myself enough? Whoa. You know, I asked myself that and then kind of, kind of blew my mind a bit. You know, I had to think about it. And I think the reality is, or was rather, that I tended to really discount my opinion of myself and value others' opinions more. Random, random, absolutely random people's opinions. Literally people that I did not know. It could be a homeless dude on the street shouting something crazy at me, or it could be a stranger on the internet. And it would hurt me. It would hurt because I valued it over the opinion that I held of myself. You know, 
So I've really tried my best to reverse that, to put my money where my mouth is. I mean, after all, I here I am, the dude who talks about how confident I am in myself, about big dick energy, about self-esteem and all that great stuff. But then on the other hand, here I was being thrown by the slightest criticism or critique or negative comment from people. And that doesn't really make sense, does it? It doesn't. And it's kind of a terrible way to live in retrospect. But I think if you're honest with yourself and a little bit vulnerable, that's the way a lot of us live. We live and die by the criticism of, of others and the praise of others as well. You know, it causes us either to be extremely up or extremely down. And that is exhausting. And that is just not a way to live. Hey, real quick. This episode is sponsored by Hero Bread. And something I'm into lately, as simple as it sounds, is toast. A nice toasted piece of bread. So simple. Maybe some butter, maybe some jam, but just toast. It's the best. But as someone who is making an effort to invest in my health and fitness and diet, the carb fear is real. And the result is I don't get to enjoy a nice piece of toast as often or as guilt-free as I'd like. So I'm definitely grateful for Hero Bread. Their bread options have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero grams sugar, and it's high in fiber. It's got the same soft, fluffy experience you love when enjoying a BLT or a burrito or a burger or toast. And they were kind enough to send me some loaves and I can attest to it being the same experience I crave but now guilt-free. They also sent me some tortillas, which are great. They have bread loaves, buns, biscuits, tortillas, anything to match your bread cravings. So don't give up on being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code newmindset at checkout. That's newmindset at h-e-r-o dot c-o. Hey, real quick. This episode is sponsored by Quince. And I'm a pretty simple guy, a man of simple pleasures, but I do occasionally like to dress up and step out. And that's why I'm excited to work with Quince to help me elevate my style without breaking the bank. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And that's why their items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they have all the must-haves like Mongolian cashmere crew neck sweaters from $50, 100% leather jackets, and a versatile flow knit activewear. Quince was kind enough to hook me up with a sick gold Cuban bracelet and a really stylish performance flow knit t-shirt. Really my style, simple but with a pop of luxury, and as advertised, it was very affordable. So indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash new mindset for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's quince, Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash new mindset to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash new mindset. But it's weird too because... I think we can be very confident and secure, but we could still be thrown by criticism. So the question is then, how do we come to value our own opinions of ourselves over that of what other people have to say? And I, I, to be honest, I don't have a great answer because I think that is built on a lot of things. But I will say personally that I have come to realize that we are allowed to value our opinions of ourselves more than we value other people's opinions. And that doesn't make you a douchebag, doesn't make you full of yourself or anything like that. You're allowed to do that. And again, that doesn't mean you need to vocalize it or swag all over the place. It just means that you've come to a realization that at the end of the day, your opinion is the one that you have to live with. It's not going anywhere. It literally lives inside of you and you live it. You manifest it emotionally and physically. You know, it's not going anywhere. So you need to come to terms with it. 
And again, if, if you have negative opinions of yourself, that's another conversation that I could do an episode on. But if you're like most people and you at least have a healthy, call it a, a respect for yourself, you like yourself, you have growing confidence, then you need to lean on that. You need to lean on it and value that over other people's words, criticisms, critiques, negative words, whatever. Because at the end of the day, if you're happy or sad, and that's based on if someone either praises you or criticizes you, that is one hell of a roller coaster of a life. And I don't want that. I don't want that at all. And that sounds horrible to me. You know, and one one realization here that I think will help put this into perspective. A little bit of a metaphor time. I think life is like peanut butter and jelly. You know, more often than not, you find them together, right? You don't eat a peanut butter sandwich. You don't eat a jelly sandwich. No, you eat them together. Or in the, the wonderful world of Case Kenny, pizza and applesauce. They're seldom separate for me. I love the combo. I don't know if I'm alone here, but I, I eat them together. And I think in life, it's the same thing with criticism and praise, with positive and negative, with Case, you dress like a Goomba and you're unoriginal, uh, and Case, your podcast is amazing and you really inspire me. You know, that's life. That's simply how it happens. Now, let's take me out of the equation for a second because I'm sick of talking about myself. Think about your favorite author or your favorite musician. You know, these are people who live and die by people's impressions of their work. That's how they make a living. If people love it, they can live by it. If it's hated, not so much. But then again, it's usually not that black and white if you really look at it. Like, for instance, go on Amazon and check out your favorite author. I've got one pulled up here. Someone who, by all standards, is famous and well-liked who is very successful because of their work. I've got James Altucher pulled up here. He's one of he's a great author. I'm a big fan of his. He's got literally thousands of five-star reviews of his books. But he's also got a bunch of nasty one-star reviews. And read the reviews and you'll see what I mean. You know, you might love this this uh, author, this musician, this artist, whatever. You might be a huge fan of their work right alongside of millions and millions of other people. But with that, there are going to be people who hate it hard. And that's life. And that's just their opinion. You know, your favorite thing can be someone else's most hated and critiqued thing in the world. But think about it. If your favorite author, musician, artist, whoever took that feedback personally, they would never be where they are now. They would crawl under a rock and cry themselves to sleep. You know, hell no, they won't do that. They roll with it. They just roll with it because that's part of their success and they don't take it personally. And, and more broadly speaking, that's part of life. Take it out of like an industry or a creative field. That's part of life. And again, also, I'm sure that these kinds of people rely on their own opinions of themselves to stay strong as well. They value that. That's what empowers them not to take things personally. And here's the thing about their own opinions of themselves. Like many things, it was built on their own experience. It was built on trying. End of story. It's the result of good things. And that's my second point here that... As much as I've learned to not take criticism as personally as I used to, I still value it. I still listen to it. I, I still consider it. You know, I certainly don't want to encourage you to be like become a stone wall and just ignore any piece of criticism. You still need to listen with an open mind. I firmly believe that. And I think if we're real and vulnerable as well, like the criticisms you might be hearing in life, they might be valid. They might be helpful. They might be right. You know, like last night, for example, some of the, the more real points were, you know, they were just that. They were real. They had some truth behind it. And listening and pondering them might just be the thing that I need right now. It could spark something to get better or it might just be the thing that I need to level up from feeling stagnant or comfortable. 
You know, I took a couple of points from that roast exercise and I'm sitting with them because I legitimately think they're helpful. I'm not ignoring them because they sting a bit or because they were very critical. You know, I don't want to waste the opportunity to get better. And for me, it's more important to get better than it is for me to feel 100% sure or 100% comfortable or centered. You know, no, I would rather sit with that criticism and consider it. And I have a, I think at this point in my life, I have a pretty decent filter for what criticism makes sense and what doesn't. And when I find the point or two that does make sense, I'm pretty quick to remove my usual brush off the haters mindset. Like there were some points last night about things that I talk about, how I say them, you know, things that I reveal about my personal life, all those things. And I appreciate them. I really do. Because when I hear those points, I can then look inside myself and listen to the voice in my head quickly. And you know what? Sometimes it agrees with some points, right? It might have already planted some of those seeds and hearing someone else say those things in a different way might just be the thing that I need to address it and settle it once and for all. So short and sweet point here, but I don't want you to become numb to criticism. I think, yes, you should lean on your own opinion of yourself and value it to avoid taking things personally, but then take criticism for what it might be helpful, you know, take it and run with it. And for my last point, to end on a, on a high note, a positive note, kind of encouragement, fun encouragement, I think this, this lesson in roasting has reminded me of something that I really believe in. It's something that I've talked about before, and you know, that's that. I think you need to stop taking everything so seriously. Stop taking everything so seriously. Stop being so sensitive to everything. You know, stop looking for reasons to be upset or annoyed or irritated or frustrated. You know, certainly we don't do that on purpose, but I found that we're all super sensitive and that's what causes us to take things personally. And I think that sensitivity is caused by just being so darn serious, serious. You know, I, if you listened before, like I advocate for kind of a more carefree, goofy approach to life. It's why I tend to joke around a lot. And again, not because I don't care or I don't take things seriously. Obviously I'm very dedicated to my self-development, but rather because I'm aware of what happens to me personally when I put a stern look on my face and I'm all serious. That manifests very negative emotions in myself. You know, I take things more personally. I become agitated more easily, frustrated, all these bad things. And I think you probably do as well if, if we're anything alike, which I think we are. So I think we need to find a, a way to balance our lives with between you know, being carefree and loving life and also developing, developing, you know, call it thick skin in a sense. And again, I think that's a tricky balance though. When you learn to not take things so seriously, you run the risk of just becoming numb, of feeling nothing, of being kind of serious and cold. And I'm sure you know people like that. People, people who can't take a joke, people who just like jump at the slightest thing, people who are not collaborative, who are quick to say no. I don't want that for myself. I don't want to become that person. It doesn't sound fun. That doesn't sound like I'll be happy living that way. So without sounding too, I guess, sappy here, but fuck it because I'm kind of that way. If you really know me deep down, I'm a little bit of a softy. But, you know, I want you to be tough and secure. Yes, don't get me wrong. But I want you to realize that just like the coolest thing about being a human is that you are kind that you can laugh, that you can joke around, that you could feel things, that you can be empathetic and that you could also be just rock solid in your own self-worth and inherent goodness. You know, you can call that being soft or whatever you want, but I think that's powerful and it makes you realize that not everything needs to be taken so seriously. That people say things that 
don't make sense that aren't meant to be hurtful or just because they're having a bad day, you know, just like you have bad days. You can decide how to react to those things. You can decide to brush them off because you value your opinion of yourself. You hold it in high regard. And because, you know, you look for the good in things, you look for the opportunity to enjoy life, to just smile and to just appreciate. So to kind of close, I just, I just, I want to encourage you from this exercise to be open-minded, to learn yourself well enough to know when to respect your own opinion over that of others and also when to listen, to consider and just then decide what to do. But more importantly, like you're alive and that's just, that's amazing. And that, in my opinion, should just trump everything. Like how just freaking amazing is it that you get to be alive today and then you get to wake up tomorrow and do it all over again? Like you should love that. You should cherish it. You shouldn't, you don't take things so seriously or develop a numb reaction to the people around you or what they say or what they do, you know, take it in stride, take things just, just seriously enough, and then focus on taking advantage of the moment you have with yourself. So that's it. I'll stop it there. I went, I guess a little bit longer, but I really did enjoy this episode. So throw me a follow on Instagram at case that Kenny and let me know what you think. Or if you just want to take a look at all those roasts, you could do that there as well. Good stuff. Again, I appreciate all of you. Thank you so much for all the support. So until next episode, I'm out. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, real quick, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. And, you know, if you're like me, you're always wishing for more time in life, right? Like, I wish I had more time. I wish I had more time to do blank. I wish, I wish, I wish. And as much as practically having a couple more hours in a day would be cool, a bit more time to do what we love instead of jobs and responsibilities, it begs the question, what would we do with that time? Not just wishful, I want more time, but for what? What would I do with that time? What really matters to me? What brings me joy? What enhances my life instead of just filling time and space with? Well, to answer that question, I think therapy can help. Therapy can help you find what matters so you can do more of it. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash New Mindset today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash New Mindset.